Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country, 49 stations and on the brand new listener app, bringing in 2024 with an absolute bang. Welcoming to the show a band who you're loving. Infectious, catchy melodies, great production. Your new favourite band this year is... So good, Buffalo Paradise. Tracks like Gunfight. And you're absolutely loving it on 13353. We welcome to the show Lockie and Angus from Buffalo Paradise. Lads, so good to have you here. What's going on? Man, it is so good to uh, to be here. Thanks for having us, Maddie. Um, yeah, so so cool to be here in our stuff. Um, you know, getting some spins on homegrown. Um, I love I love the playlist that you're building yeah, here cool. as well. Like it's it's so it's so cool <laughs> to kind of hear our stuff come on after like an ACDC tune and then go into a Fooey's track. Like you wouldn't hear <laughs> you wouldn't hear that anywhere else. Now, you know what I mean? Now we need to break this down for people who are listening in Sydney who uh, might recognize your voice as well. You're on afternoons from twelve to three. So this is great, man. We're we're kind of touching base, connecting now. Two announcers on Triple M. And like you said, man, what is it kind of like having, because, you know, we're used to a pretty established playlist on Triple M. And I guess when you hear, you know, a song like yours, surrounded by that kind of music and other new Australian bands coming up, it's good to be in that kind of group, right? I feel like, you know, we've got a great crop of new Australian artists that are coming up. You you worked at Triple J as well, so you know all about that, man. It's an exciting time for Australian music, right? Yeah, when I listen to Homegrown, I feel like it's like all of my favorite worlds <laughs> colliding like i've got like lime cordial ocean alley i'm seeing some of their new stuff coming on on the show and yeah. sort of to be amongst that crop or like considered in there with that sort of new uh, emerging kind of australian yeah. indie rock acts it's it's yeah there's it's kind of no better company that you want to be in at the moment well it's exciting for you guys i feel like especially you guys started in 2019 which was a blessing and a curse because I feel like at that time we had so many international festivals coming through, so many big artists, and then it all stopped, man. Like, Angus, how, how did you guys kind of handle it? You know, you had this serious momentum. You know, you guys were out playing shows, and then March 13, D-Day 2020, it all kind of stopped. How did you keep the morale up in the band, you know? Yeah, well, I guess we um, we started off by, yeah, we were on a bit of a string of shows, um, playing some Battle of the Bands and then sort of hitting up um king street in newtown and just as we were building momentum um that's when it all sort of came apart mm. and um we our group chat on uh facebook that was going off uh, a lot of voice <laughs> yeah, memos yeah. Nice. um and we recorded an album and so we got straight to work um nice. with nice. all our new our new music so i think within uh, a month or two Lockie and i had g- kind of dreamed up our next um our next ba- batch of music cool, uh cool. so 
Morale was okay, um, but it was pretty upsetting not being able to uh, play live. So were you guys in that group of bands where I've spoken to a few people where they've been in the, restu- the studio, they've recorded the songs, but you'd never played it live? Because normally it goes the other way around when you're road testing songs at a gig. What was it like doing it in the reverse way? Yeah, it was, it was, that, that was the case for a few of our songs. I think there was yeah. like a crop that we, that we knew sort of were going to be like the first releases, the first singles and stuff nice. um, that we had been road testing for a, a while. Like we had all of 2019 to kind of do that. And so we knew that they were going to be kind of the ones uh, that were going to be, yeah, getting getting the go ahead. And then with COVID, I think it actually was, I mean, not great in a lot of respects, but it was great for really nailing down creatively and sort of saying what is like, what 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 is this actual album going to be like what what are the songs that are working live what are the new ones that we haven't tested yet um and it's the sort of thing where we're able to just lock in recording wise we're getting little bits here and there um of studio time getting mixes sent back and forth and so i guess we didn't have the distraction of of Yes, you know, rehearsing towards a live show anything creatively we were putting out was going towards the product of of completing an album and yeah. that was a kind of a shared goal. It's actually like, you know, it was a lifesaver to have that that as as yeah. as a project that we could actually keep our minds on yeah, during totally. lockdowns and COVID and everything. Hey, what was the first show back? Yeah. And uh how was the hangover the next day? <laughs> was it was it, I think it might have been at Waywoods uh upstairs yeah. at the Bank Hotel oh, that's in New Town, which is just like yeah, it's nice. an iconic spot in yeah. Sydney and it's somewhere that we love playing every time yeah. we get and the, the chance hangover, to. And the hangover yeah. was no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was a Sydney show because we were still sort of, of bit course. by bit coming out of it. But it was like a full full house, as full as it could be, yeah, nice. with restrictions. And just even though there were kind of restrictions around it, it was it was one for the ages. Yeah, <laughs> people, people came out in numbers. So yeah, oh. people were. It was good to see that after all that, people were more desperate than ever for yeah. all live music. I really like you know the recordings because I feel like it really captures the energy of your live shows, like watching them all on YouTube and. And things like that. Is it um, with this recording that you have here? You did some work with, you know, some pretty big names that have done some pretty big and worked at Three Hundred One Studios. Yeah, we, yeah, we, um, yeah, we recorded out the last three singles that we've put out um, with Studios Three Hundred One. We've awesome. got some good mates who produce there, who we just m- sort of met and became friends with through the the gig scene. Really, like nice. they were playing in bands for other people, they were doing stuff, and so bit by bit, we sort of developed that relationship and yeah kind of they were super keen to work with us so that was a really cool thing to have you know amazing producers amazing musical minds you know working in you know one of the biggest studios in the country wanting to work with us we were like and obviously we were super keen to work with them as well but you know it was cool for it to be real a really mutual experience yes yes good call hey talk to me about the video clips too that's one part of the aspect of the band that i absolutely love like it not only looks like you guys are having fun you know recording and playing live but putting together these clips who's in charge of that is this something you guys do in-house do you have like someone that you go to like you do with recordings definitely the first video i'll let gus talk about because that was your (laughs) sort of baby i think Gus. everything about it was it stemmed from the beautiful creative (laughs) mind nice 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 
Yeah, so it started at the time um, in 2020. There, were, there was a lot of dancing going on um, yeah. online. Yes. And so based on the song, um, I was sitting there in lockdown and I was just I was just playing around with a couple of dance options and um, sent it through to the band as a joke. And I think Lockie said, "Hey, we should actually we should actually do this." And then the uh, the red type pen, um, they <laughs> yeah, came yeah. equation, yeah. Um, just a ten dollar Kmart special. Happy days. Um, but one of us brings an idea in, and then we just go from there. Catch up weekly, it gets stupider and stupider nice. um, every week. And then uh, yeah, we all create um, yeah ha- have our input and whatnot. And uh, we're actually just before talking about our next uh, our next video. Uh, any scoops? Come on. I don't know if we can. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't actually know if we it can give sad. any scoops. I think we want to keep this next this next project very, very secret because nice. it's it's very it's, it's it's exciting. We've got something exciting planned for our next uh sort of big release. Um and it's exciting. We're working, yeah, we're working with someone that we admire very much and that oh, we're oh. we're yeah, so that, so we're we're super keen to kind of keep keep our cl- cards close which is which isn't something that we've ever usually done i think for I like this that. one it's, it's just a bit special next video clip to be directed by rex morris the content director of sydney triple m <laughs> that would be interesting i don't know yeah i don't know how it would go but you know I'm, I, he's got the camera actually rex. yeah he takes is some good takes some good still photographs he's yeah he loves his photography up at manly surf yeah (laughs) what i love about you guys i feel like you're very across your socials and you know like you said you kind of calculated you know how to do it um i'd speak to a lot of musos that are kind of coming up and lucky you'd be the same man like i feel like you're great at this as well like i follow you like do you have any advice for bands that are starting out that have the music part down but don't really know how much time and effort to put into the socials they might find it a little bit daunting like how how did you guys kind of because that's almost not as important as the music, but it's almost 50 50 now, you know? Yeah, it's definitely becoming, it's heading that way, mm. which is, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I, 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 what I do like about what, what we do at least is that from the get go, it's never been forced. It's always kind of just been an extension of our personality. I mean, this wouldn't work for every single, this wouldn't work for every artist or every yeah. band out there, but yeah. we've always been a very sort of, happy-go-lucky, yeah. positive vibes, fun-loving band. And yeah. so when we're already putting out that sort of music, it's kind of easier to translate that to social content. But I re- like re- the advice I'd give, I don't know if this, I'm not like an expert on social media or anything, but the advice I'd give is that, you know, people just want to see you. Like they just want to see stuff, you know? Like yeah. so if, if, you know, if you, even if you're just talking about the story behind a song, that's interesting. Like there's, it's more interesting than you think. Like people are scrolling. People aren't scrolling Instagram and TikTok like with a very judgy like vibe about them. They're seeing stuff that comes up. And so it can feel really daunting to post stuff. But you're just like and you're just one of many things they're going to say so as long as you're part of it as long as you're there somewhere like all content's kind of good content of course i was going to ask what is the height of the band because at the moment i think king gizzard currently stand as australia's tallest band where are you guys all standing in that equation because i'm looking at the photos i'm thinking i reckon you guys might be able to rival them here I get we are a pretty tall band actually. I think oh we're we're let down yeah, a little bit. You guys are good. So, I think you're all really tall. Yeah. And that, that 
that's something. <laughs> hey, talk, talk to us about it helps the... when, you, when you play. Oh, sorry, no, you got. I'm going to say it helps when you play really small venues who have like a stage that raises maybe like half half a foot off the ground because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you provide your own stage to look over the mosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the shows, man. The show late last year in Sydney, and then Cherry Bar this year looked like a lot of fun. Um, explain for people who've never been what Cherry Bar is like as a venue. Yeah. Uh, we we are in love with it already. Yeah, yeah, um, nice. You know, it was our first time. It was our first time coming out of playing outside of New South Wales nice, uh, nice. in January. Starting, yeah, coming down and playing at Cherry Bar. Kudos to them for having us as well as a band that had never come down. They just from the get go were just a venue that just completely got around. Just you know, good good music, good vibes. The the fact that we were going to bring that we you know that we promised that we were going to bring an energy and they just yeah. they just trusted us and got around it and we we managed to get some good local Melbourne artists to support us um, like Parakeet are a really cool no. uh, up and coming Melbourne band that that supported us and then a friend of mine um, Mose who's like a soul pop artist but Sick. she she opened the night with a solo set and it and it rocked the house honestly it was it was set off a really good tone but 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 uh, Cherry Bar it was it was really big ticks for Melbourne, I got to say, because it was the sort of place where people just came out just wanting to see what was on. Like, yeah. I was expecting that we were going to play for maybe 15 people and they were all going to be my mates. Yeah. But no, we ended up playing to a pretty pretty packed room of Sick. open-minded music fans who just right. wanted to hear some good rock. Awesome, man. Well, that, that's my next question. What were the touring plans for this year? Any plans to come back to Melbourne, uh, the rest of Oz? We will be back. We will cool. definitely be back. Um yeah, don't we? We don't know exactly what capacity that'll take yet, but we are definitely keen to to come back, especially with that next project that I'm being secretive about. I think that that's something that we'll have to do. Um, and it, yeah, it just gave us a hunger to to go out and explore nice. more parts of Oz that we haven't been to. Sort of, it gives us that confidence that you don't need to just like have a crowd that's only full of your mates and people yeah. they bring. It sort of just gave us confidence that you know there are there are people out there who are just ready to hear new stuff. And so that that's yeah, it's really exciting and encouraging. Okay, the project we know nothing about. Do we know when? Can you can you reveal when it might be happening? Are we going the back half of this year, a few months, or is that still TBC? I'll I'll say I reckon we're looking. Name, oh, I think before 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 the end of the financial year, I'll say maybe. I'll say <laughs> nice. before the end of the financial year, before <laughs> <Nice>. EFS. No. <Nice. laughs> All right, dudes. While I got you here, I want to play a quick game. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's Right Party or Dinner. Now, this game is called Right Party Dinner. I'm going to give you three acts. You've either got to write a song with them, you've got to party with the next, the third you take home to dinner, okay? So we're keeping with the theme Ooh. of uh, Triple M acts. So your first artist. So we got John Farnham. ACDC and third act. Queen. Right party dinner. John Farnham, ACDC and Queen. We'll get your answers individually. Angus, you can go first. Lockley, he still looks like he's thinking. So I would party with Queen. Yeah. Um, ACDC, I'd take back to dinner. What are we cooking? Oh, definitely. I can just some steaks. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's that's... That's all, it. All round, all on the barbie for sure. Couple and your prawns in there. And you're writing a song with John Farnham. Yeah, absolutely. Ah. Why not? He's got experience. Yes. I mean, they all got experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, Lucky, you're up. I think I'm different in every single category. I love it. Actually. I love this. I love this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a song with Queen because oh, yes. that feels to me like the objectively correct answer. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna party with ACDC yeah. because of course I am. Yeah. And John John Farnham, I'm gonna take out to a nice candlelit, uh, you know, maybe like a gen, like a, a whiskey sort of club. Ah, cool. Sort of uh, have a, have yeah have a nice have a nice dinner there. Maybe a pasta or something like that. I don't know. Awesome, lads. Hey, well, uh, Lucky Angus, so much fun to chat, guys. I can't wait to hear about this new project. People are loving the tracks. They're hitting me up. It's super exciting, man, and can't wait to see you back in Melbourne doing more shows and right around the country too. Uh, lads, why don't you introduce this song for us, eh? All right. Uh, Silly Smile. This is um, songs about being happy. I mean, I wrote this song when I was early on in my relationship with my now girlfriend, um, and it's just about just just feeling content and happy and you know, after a, after a period of not feeling that way, just feeling super, yeah, I don't know. It's about feeling on top of the world. It's a happy song and it's about looking in the mirror and having a silly smile on your face. That was well done. Thanks so much, man.